Welcome back and thanks for listening to season three of Geckos and Grottos. On Geckos and Grottos, a small group of friends get together to play a randomized D&D-ish game where the places they go, the people they meet, the items they use, and the spells they cast are all chosen at random from a deck of cards created by the players and viewers alike. I'm your host, Pizza Ronimus, and without any further ado, enjoy the show! Previously on Geckos and Grotto's D&D podcast, the Geckos crew wake up and find themselves transported inside of Magic Mike's book in an attempt to stop the Gelly Coven's covenets from gaining hold of the ancient powers of the Zigazig Ah. After brief introductions with the various pages' versions of Crazy Nuns, the Geckos crew finally stumble upon the covenets laying waste to a crazy nun and moving in on the Zigazig Ah's location. With some quick wit thinking from Magic Mike, he summoned a magic ladder that takes him to wherever he wanted to go, which, fortunately, he chose the secrets of the Zigazaga. Will Magic Mike be able to grab hold and harness the power of the Zigazaga? Will the Gecko's crew ever make it out of the book? Whatever happened to their lizard friend Udumbu? Stay tuned to find out. I guess this is it. We are back together. The band is back together. Yeah. Boys are back Boys are back uh, Guys, are we, are we really doing this again? Hi, my name is Derek, and I will be your game master today. Hi, this is Alicia, and I will be playing Haley Gailey, the Weather Witch. I'm Dan, playing Magic Mike, the wizard slash cleric. Hi, I'm Tim, playing Tinker Gadget, the Technomancer Robot. The way I imagine that is that, like, you're like, well, this is my book, and we're on the page for the Zigazaga, and you're just like, well, I want to find the Zigazaga. <laughs> so you speak to the book, and you're just like, show me the Zigazaga. Mm-hmm. And, and the staircase just comes oh, up. Oh, it's right here. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, a, it, it's not even a staircase. It's just science says, turn around. <laughs> I walk up three steps. Oh, got it. So, yes, you walk up the steps, and it takes you directly to the Zigazaga, and it's a swirling and, like, angelic force that's got like all kinds of energy and wisps and spirits kind of humming through it in a, in a song. Just a Spice Girl CD. <laughs> <laughs> you hear in the background, yeah, you hear, so tell me what you want, what you really, really want. Like in the background, you hear the, the, the angelic chords of Ginger Spice and Scary Spice and, and Posh Spice. Banish Spice. Banish Spice. <laughs> all emanating from the Zigazaga and you begin to understand why if you want to get with me you got to get with my friends mm-hmm. and you begin to understand the power of friendship and you get <laughs> we need to tr- heal our trauma the zig is a god yeah. when I, and I reach my hand out and i just say when to become one <laughs> when to become one. and then like that like chord like <laughs> chorus emanates from it very loudly and it like Booms through the whole book, and you went to become one, need some, <laughs> and you start to merge in a way with the book that you've never merged with the book before. And the Zigazaga enters your body, and you become one with the Zigazaga. And in this moment, I am a spice cabinet. <laughs> in this moment, you have all of the spices inside of you, and you become you feel closest to godhood as you've ever been and you realize now all that work you've been doing kneading the dough the rocks of pizzeronymous's mountain into dough it expanded your capacity to hold magic 
Yeah, so the power of the, the book is now all raging through inside of you. So can he get us out now? Since it's like inside of him? Since I now have this newfound, or is it newfound or just more powerful? More powerful. Okay. It's, it's, a ta- it's a page you've never tapped into before, and it's a, it's a new chapter in your life. <laughs> get us out of here okay. and leave these people behind. Yeah, as I feel like this is like my like the episode of Doctor Who, like um like my bad wolf episode. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah. My eyes start glowing, Doctor Rose. Yeah, I just I just like I just wave my hand at them and they just like dematerialize. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So they both turn to you as you as they're like, oh my god, the Zig is a guy. It's it's more. It's so beautiful. It's more than I could ever imagine. And Lance Bass Lee starts like harmonizing with it and then you look at them you wipe your hand over them and they just they just with a smile on their face and tears coming out of their eyes they just dissipate into the wind and 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 crazy nuns falls onto his feet i bring Um, i bring back the other one back from life he's now jack hartness (laughs) so um as you see i think like in this moment you you're like I'm reversing everything, yeah. And you start, like, pulling pages out of the ether, and everything, all these pages start flying back into the book, and you can... I'm just like, the instructions, but that flies by. Damn it, next time. I'm like, Tinker, they went that way. There's a bunch of crazy nuns coming back to the book, all flying on different pages that you uh, never knew were missing. And you can... The spirit of Jan comes down beside you, who's also been inside of the book, and and she holds your hands... <laughs> At, at this moment, as Tinker's running around trying to catch the, uh, it's like fluttering around like a like a uh, snitch, snitch like the golden <laughs> snitch, and Tinker's running around trying to catch it. And she holds your hands, um, and she looks at you and she says, "It's time to, it's time to rest, Mikey. <laughs> it's time to, it's time to put it down. It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. You can you can put it back down. It's safe again." <laughs> and I got with my last. Well, I guess Jan could probably get us out of the book too, but. Yeah, I I teleport everyone out the book, and then I just like let it let it go all at once. Haley Gailey, Tinker Gadget, you didn't get the instructions; it fluttered away. <laughs> Actually, roll me a dice. Thirteen. Nope, still not enough. It was the hardest check that there was. So the the instruction page is uh, not there. But as you are all ejected from the book, and then like kind of uh, coming out of it in light is Magic Mike holding the book, and then the light goes back into the book. But you realize the book is different looking. It's more complete than it was before. There's more pages. There's like some, uh, it's, it's so, yes, it weighs, uh, weighs much, much more than it did before, but it is. Is it like a uh, Thor's hammer? It's heavy. <laughs> yeah. Only, only, only magic. Only, like, the, only the word. Only... So you're holding on to the book. The light goes from your body back into the book and you hear a faint whisper of Sika Sika as it like disappears back into the book. All seems calm. There is, you're back on Atl- the, the MVBI headquarters in Atlantis uh, in the briefing office that you were in for the ADS, ADF. And the three of you are sitting around in the book and not really understanding what you saw because in reality, all that was really crazy looking and, and chaotic. I have one takeaway. My first immediate reaction out of everything that's happened is, Where's Eduardo? Oh, Eduardo. Did Eduardo get sucked into the book? I forgot about oh, Eduardo. Oops. That's okay. Well, I probably he, killed him by accident too. <laughs> he's in the book forever now. He's part of the book. He's he's now a, a crazy nun. We forgot about him. <laughs> he married he, into the family. <laughs> it's okay. And so you need a new replacement for Eduardo. So here's what happens. Everyone comes out of the book. You're all, everything's, you realize again, the grimness of what happened around you, but a new face comes into the door slide open. 
and a new face comes walking in. And this is an unassuming innkeeper who looks like Nick Cage. He, uh, he like cocks an eyebrow at you all and he says, I'm glad you're back. I need to practice my Nick Cage. Something has happened. Just sounded like you. <laughs> <laughs> he just sounds like, yep. Something, something happened and the ADS, ADF, uh, the MVBI, fuck it, the whole world needs you. It's greatest, mightiest heroes who we all forgot. You see, when the events that took place inside of your book occurred, the when you temporarily gained the power of the Zigazaga and restored the pages of the book, you restored with it some of the calamities and time continuum events that have happened in times past. We have to revisit season one and redo everything. <laughs> and <laughs> And... Chapters of the multiverse have returned that haven't been open for a long time. Oh, it really is a marvel. This sounds like a job for the displaced asset recovery team. Tinker, we've already made amends with your team since we needed a new space fleet. Flying Lobsters is all we have left now. So how's Tiny Tinker Jr. doing? Is he, is he a member of the, like, is he like an admiral now? You mean the captain. <laughs> and Tiny Tinker too. Was there a mutiny <laughs> when we were gone? <laughs> he walks in behind him with his arms behind his back. He's taller. <laughs> it's... <laughs> And he's like, ah, Tinker Gadget, I see you've returned. He's, he's no longer Tiny Tinker. I give him a hug. I'm still Tinker Jr., Father. That is okay. But I am no longer Tiny, for I am Captain Tinker Jr. now. Yes, yes, um, Captain Tiny Tinker. No, just Captain Tinker Jr. I was Captain Tinker Sr. Well, you, you are going to be returning to your um, old post as a Times Corrections Officer. Is that a, I thought to really like think about the rules, is that a promotion or more of a lateral move? Let's call it a promotion, tentatively. I'm in. I am now part of the TCO, Time Corrections Officer, Tinker Gadget, reporting for duty, Captain Tinker. Good job, Dad. <laughs> Good job, Dad. I knew you had it in you. I'm very proud of you, son. Magic Mike, Haley Gailey. How long were we in the book? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's only been like 15 minutes. Oh, uh, okay. In in the real world. But a lot has happened in God, that time. Yeah, he mutinied real quick. <laughs> we had he grew to. up. I mean, let's be honest. You know as well as I do that we could really not entrust the entire fleet to Tinker Gadget. No, I think you did a, a smart move. <laughs> yeah, we let it go as long as we possibly could. The rest of the robots and I all just... I mean, you have a special place in our hearts. We left a plaque for you in the ship. I'm a legend. So you will live forever as the previous, the first, the creator of Dart. You are, of course, always a always welcome to the cafe, and you're allowed to use the lounge whenever you'd like. So I was the first senior bounty hunter of Dart, and now I'm the first senior member of the Time Corrections Officer Unit. Yes. Just remember, you can't use the lounge on Saturdays, but every other day you can come back and use the lounge. In any case, there's someone here that needs uh, that you all need to see. I know it's been quite a long time, but he found us in some way. We found him on social media. Guys, I'm sure you'll remember. And he turns and he walks, kind of welcomes in from the side. A figure walks in. A special three-armed figure that you all know very well. Hi, everybody. Do you remember me? It's your Dumbo. Of course you remember me, Haley. Who's that? Uh, oh, that's, no, that's Tiny, that's Captain Tiny Tinker no, Jr. No, 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 you. My... Oh, it's me. Ooh. I'm Tinker Gadget. Oh, the robot. That's right. I am Tinker Gadget, the senior officer of the TCO, the new unit, the time corrections unit. Look at your look at your your welcome sticker. Oh yes, this is so new. I am Tinker Gadget, the senior officer of the time corrections officer unit. Oh, I remember. I remember. It's coming back to me. Hi, Magic Mike. Hey, Dumbu. 
Hi. How's it going? Oh, it's oh, it's been going well. I saw what you did inside the book. That was really cool. We all saw it, actually. We could have probably intervened, but we just chose not to. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, we were worried that, you know, with everything going on, that we might destroy the universe. He was live streaming it instead. I have, like... He's a Twitch streamer. 105 followers right now. I think that my career as an influencer has been going pretty great, guys. I've been doing it for 10 years. Can you imagine? 10 years and I'm at 105 followers. That's more than anyone, probably. That's a lot. Good job. I'm proud of you. you Thank you. Anyway. I have a son. That's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, congratulations. Who's the lucky lady? Well, there were, uh, I believe, there were at least 15 orphan souls uh, mixed of women and children who comprise of my son. Um, <laughs> I was like, you remember our time on Mars, Udumbu? <laughs> oh, I, I remember some of it. I mean, 10 years is such a long time. I've changed a lot, guys. He looks exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> still wearing the pink t-shirt, <laughs> like Mystic Veil. He still looks the same. And as you guys are all reminiscing, conversating, getting back together with the, the whole crew. Oh, we definitely go up to Haley Galley's traveling truck above Atlantis and we're and we're just enjoying a nice little shawarma. And Fire Fair at Force Field is uh like pulling out all the stops. Like this is like big finale. Where... He's still performing from the battle. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't stopped. He's like just still Haley going. just picks him up and puts him on the stage to finish the show. Does he just like get stuck sometimes? Just like it's, the training was too intense. It's well. It's a it's a performance, so the series has to get completed. Force fair is dedicated. It's very dedicated. So you guys are all sitting on Haley Gailey's ship. Everyone's you know, reminiscing. You guys have gotten you know your you got your your new uniforms, which is just a tag that says that you're part of the TCO. Over top of my old one that says part of Dart. And <laughs> a lobster ship surfaces next to you, and a image projects from the lobster ship into the restaurant standing next to you, and it is none other than. An image of Severus Snaps. Not you've heard that right. Not Severus Snape. Severus <laughs> Snaps. And you, he geckos. He's just like a, a spoken word poet. <laughs> I'm your new AI. Oh God! Can I cast a spell? When you're ready, board the ship. Well, I guess this is it. We are back together. The band is back together. Boys are back in town. Yeah. Boys are back Boys in town. Boys are back in town. Uh, guys. Are we are we really doing this again? I think so. It's what the universe wants. Oh. Yeah, we can't we can't escape this fate, Udumbu. Well, I don't know if I can make all of it because I have a establishment to run and uh Do you mind if we use this as like a base of operations sometimes? Yeah, but sometimes I won't be here because I'm running an establishment. Well Fire okay. Ferret let us in. Fire Ferret will yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire okay. Ferret has a key, has keys. That's good. Everybody aboard the lobster. And as you guys all leave the, oh, the sh- dancing lobsters, <laughs> <laughs> it's coined the claw machine. That's stupid. I like the dancing lobster at the SS dancing lobster. And then I think that it's claws, the floating claw, flying claws that it detaches. Those are the claw machines. Uh, I love it. Yeah. I'm I back do in. Too. I'm back in. Welcome aboard the SS dancing lobster. Find out what will happen with the crew next time. On geckos and grottos. There's a little bit of a squid word in there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Geckos and Grottos D&D Podcast. We hope you had as much fun listening as we did playing. Be sure to check out our website at geckosmedia.com to view the complete library of episodes, get links to our merchandise store, but most importantly, fill out user submission entry forms for the Geckos crew to use during the show. 
The theme song is a Gecko's original song, and the intro-outro soundtrack is Crunk Night by Kevin MacLeod. The Geckos and Grotto's D&D podcast is produced and edited by Geckos Media. Looking to start a podcast of your own but don't know where to start? Sign up for a free consultation at geckosmedia.com to discover how you too can launch your own podcast and join the Geckos Media network of podcasters. Catch you next time.